Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and that he, um, three days later he came out of the tomb, and, um, he died on the cross for our sins, and that three days later he came out of the tomb. He is strong, and he's not a weak man, he is powerful. And, it, and if you believe in him, you can do anything. Well, good morning. Are you guys having fun so far this morning at our Family Fun Worship Day? Who wouldn't love to have a bigger, better machine? Wouldn't it be so cool? Wouldn't it be so cool to be able to have one? Sorry, I'm not giving any away. I'm sorry, I don't have any to give away. But here's the thing. In a way, we kind of have a bigger, better machine when you really think about it. We, we kind of have one. Um, as Riley was telling us, that uh, no one is stronger than God. He, he, no one is better than him. And if you believe in him, you can do amazing things in his name. And in a way, we have a bigger, better machine. We do. John 14, 12 says this. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Jesus says that those who believe in him can do bigger and better things in his name. If we're followers of Christ, we can do bigger and better things in the name of Jesus. Now think about that. Is it really possible for us to do bigger and better things than Jesus? Let me ask a question. If you've ever flown on an airplane before, would you raise your hand? Man, a lot of flyers in here. Do you know what? Jesus never traveled more than 100 miles from where he was born. He never got on an airplane. If you think you might have more than 12 friends, would you raise your hand? We've got some friendly people in here. Okay. Jesus had 12 really good friends, but you know what? Even one of those betrayed him. He ended up turning his back on him and walking away. So think about this. Jesus was born in a really small town. Think Remerton, but with better water, okay? So he was born in Remerton, and, and he was born to a really poor family. And he, he, uh, he, he, then after he was born in a small town, he moved to another small town. He worked for his dad in his shop his whole life. Um, he never wrote a book. He never ran for any, you know, president of anything of that or anything like that. He never played a sport. Jesus didn't play football. He um, didn't play the guitar. Uh, he didn't do any of these things that we think are really cool and really awesome. Um, he did none of the things that people say are great. His friends ran away from him when things got hard. They left him. Um, one of them, like I said, denied him. He was actually given over to his enemies he was put up on a cross, as Riley told us. Um, and then, uh, he, while dying, the, the guys, the bullies, the mean old bullies that, that were there, they gambled, they, they bet money for the only thing that Jesus owned, his clothes. The only thing that belonged to him. And they even gave those away. And then he died, and, and, they, and they had to, the friends of Jesus had to borrow a grave to put him in. 
because they didn't have one to put him in. And then three days later, as Riley told us, he came back alive, and then 40 days after that, he went up to heaven. He went up to be with the Father. So here's a question I want us to think about today. Why do we worship God the Father because of his son Jesus over 2,000 years later when Jesus isn't even present anymore? Why would we do that? Why do we think about God? Why do we pray? Why do we want to do things that are good? Why do we, why do we feel bad when we make bad decisions why why is it why does it kind of you know when you kind of lay down at night and go to sleep or maybe you get put in time out or something like that and you got to think about what you did that was wrong and you just kind of feel bad about it why do we do that there's a reason for this because when Jesus left he left someone here with us we're not alone the reason we still worship God and the reason we talk about Jesus so much is because Jesus left someone else here with us and it is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here with us. And in a way, it's like the bigger, better machine. If we're followers of Jesus and we have the Holy Spirit in our lives, it's like we've got the bigger, better machine because we can ask for anything in his name. Now, maybe not Tootsie Rolls, okay? Or Ken dolls, Allison, I don't know. But, or sunglasses. But when we are followers of Christ and we believe in him, it's like having a bigger, better machine. The Holy Spirit is like power. The Holy Spirit is like the engine in all of us that keeps us going. There's this um, fancy word we use called the Trinity. And there's three parts of the Trinity. Will you help me out? What's the first part? The Father. And then the, and then the third part is the? Holy Spirit. And we are part of God's bigger, better machine because of the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. John 14, uh, starting in verse 13, goes on to say this. You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Here's a really important part. If you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. This is the Holy Spirit, who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Jesus left, but the Holy Spirit came. And this is who we get to, to be in relationship with while we're on earth. This is how our prayers are heard. This is how we know, you know, when you're about to do something and you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. That's the Holy Spirit of God speaking to us. It happens all the time. I want to tell you real quick three things that the Holy Spirit is great about doing bigger and better in our lives. Three things that are bigger and better about the Holy Spirit. Here's the first one. The Holy Spirit is the great reminder. He's the great reminder. Parents, you ever lost your car keys and you just wish you remember where they were? Right? Sometimes we need a reminder, you know? Kids, you know, Mallory has this night-night blanket, and I, if, I wish I had a dollar for every time during the day. She said, where's my night-night? And I just want to be like, I just want to sew it on her, somehow attach it to her in a way because she needs to be reminded of where she put it. But the Holy Spirit is like a great reminder for you and me. The Holy Spirit is here to remind us of the things that Jesus said and did. Listen to what verse 26 in John 14 says. But when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. This is one of the Holy Spirit's jobs, is to be a great reminder to us so we will remember. 
Um, I know that there are times when uh, you can't find the TV remote or, or the Xbox controller. It's a very important item in the house. You've got to know where it is, right? Right, Alex? Yeah, we've got to know where it is. Um, we need to know where these things are. The Holy Spirit's like this, and a, a great reminder to us. And we need to be reminded of the words of Jesus in our life. He wants to live uh, how he wants us to live and how he wants us to love others. We need to be reminded of this, and this is the job of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Here's another thing that uh, we can do bigger and better because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the great reinforcer. Reinforcer means to, it's almost like a reminder, but with a little bit extra muscle, okay? We need the reinforcer. Acts 1.8 says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Think about this for a second. 50 days after Jesus said these words, 50 days after he said these, the Holy Spirit came, Jesus was already in heaven, the Holy Spirit came and he filled 120 or so people with, the, with his presence and they ended up going out and telling everyone in Jerusalem. And this is what's amazing, this is a bigger and better thing. That day, more people heard the message of God's saving love through Jesus Christ than they had heard through the whole time Jesus was doing his ministry. See, God needs us to do bigger and better things in the world. Jesus isn't here anymore to tell the message. We have the Holy Spirit to do bigger and better things in the name of God and for the sake of his kingdom. The Holy Spirit reinforces what Jesus did. The Holy Spirit reinforces the things that Jesus said. And you and I can do bigger and better things in his name. So... We have the uh, Holy Spirit being the great, uh, oh, I, I missed one, I, I jumped over one, didn't I? So not only is he a, a reminder and he is a, a reinforcer, but he's also a reporter when you think about it. The Holy Spirit's kind of like a great reporter. John 15, 26 says this. Hang on, did I read that? Yeah, I did, huh? No, did I? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I will send you the advocate, that's the Holy Spirit of truth, and he will come to you from the Father, and he will testify all about me. And you also must testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. The Holy Spirit is a reporter. The Holy Spirit reports the things that Jesus has done. And you and I have a mouth, and we have hands, and we have feet, and we're able to tell the story of Jesus. We're able to report on the things that God has done through Jesus Christ. So there's three things the Holy Spirit does that are bigger and better. He is the great reminder, he is the great reporter, and he is the great reinforcer. The Holy Spirit reinforces in us what Jesus said and did. The Holy Spirit reminds us of the things that Jesus said and did. And the Holy Spirit is a reporter who tells people. So we have a job because of the Holy Spirit to tell others about him. Listen, I love this, this game we play, this skit we did here about the bigger and better machine. And I think sometimes we need to see something with our eyes to really kind of wrap our brain around an idea. So I want us all to listen to this, however old you are today. I think that sometimes we, we spend a I hope I don't sound, I'm not going to sound too crazy here, but we spend a lot of time talking about God the Father. And oh, around Easter, we spend a whole lot of time talking about God the Son, Jesus Christ. But what you and I get to be a part of every day 
from the moment we wake up and while we're asleep at night and all the time, the one who is still here with us, the part of that trinity of God that is still present here among us is God the Holy Spirit. And I think we need to be reminded of that today. Those of us that say, yes, I am a follower of Jesus Christ, we need to remember that part of that following and the reason we're able to do it is because of the Holy Spirit of God. And with that Holy Spirit of God, we can do bigger and better things in the name of Jesus. Will you pray with me? Lord, thank you that we have the opportunity to not just sit and listen. Lord, that we don't have to just sit here and go, okay, well, that's a neat idea. But instead, God, you want us to go out into the world. You want us to go out like you told your disciples the day that you sent your Holy Spirit down for the first time. You want us to go out and tell others. You want us to go and show others. You want everyone to know who God is, the love of God through the, through the Son, Jesus Christ. And we are alive through the actions and the life of the Holy Spirit in us. Lord, we want to do bigger and better things, not in our name, not in our church's name, not for our schools or anything like that. God, we want to do bigger and better things in the name of Jesus Christ and for the sake of the kingdom of God so that all people will come to a knowledge of you. And it's in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit we pray now. Amen.